jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of darkness! What's that coming in straight from Gaylord's Manor? Gaylord's Action News presents the fucking movie is such a piece of shit. I cannot fucking believe it. That's our up our upfront business is Halloween Banks is a fucking piece of shit. Like we were gonna record two days from now, but we literally just got done watching it together like five minutes ago, and then we we're like, you know what? I cannot hold this anger in. I am too old. It is not good for my heart, my blood pressure. I could have an aneurysm. Like whatever. We need to just get it out because holy shit, we can't let this simmer and stew in inside our bodies with our no. blood and our vessels and our cells and our organs that's just bad that's how people die that's how people die that's how they turn to the dark side yeah like i just i can't take that chance so we just had to record <laughs> we are not prepared we not prepared. we literally finished this film film is a strong word <laughs> We finished whatever just happened to us five minutes ago. (laughs) No notes. I did not take any notes. Not a single note. There is no chopping block prepared. There would be had we we taken the time, but we also would have been dead by Sunday. Slash when we were supposed to phantom record this. Yeah, I don't need notes because every note I would have taken is etched into my skin like I'm fucking Sam Neill in Event Horizon. (laughs) I'm I've gone full Clive Barker book of blood and my body it's just covered in evil dies tonight evil <laughs> dies tonight tonight he dies evil dies I have that I'm covered in the boogeyman except it's spelled out in runes <laughs> The boogeyman. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. I do have my tramp stamp though. They I have a tramp stamp that says he stabbed her tits. <laughs> Listen. Listen, it's been a long journey to get here, okay? Seeing this movie... Look, okay, there are maybe some people who don't know the entirety of our journey with Halloween Banks. It is a long and complicated uh, narrative. It is. It's like that movie where the dogs and the cats go home. (laughs) Remember when I was Sally Field is the cat, and her name is Sassy. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> so here's a brief recap, okay? We saw the last Halloween, H4O, very early on in our Gaylord's career. Yeah, our first episode was all about the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we saw it, we did an episode, boy did we hate it. Uh, And then, I don't know, sometime either on that episode or it kept coming back, uh, like acid reflux, like talking about that movie. 
And I said, the only way I'm going to fucking see the next one, because, you know, there were three of them planned from the start. <sighs> because why? Mm-hmm. said, the only way I will go see it is if they cast Kyle Richards as Lindsay Wallace. Because I thought they'll never do it. Why would the world grant me such a kindness? <laughs> and then they fucking did it. And then because she's perfect, she cut her bangs. Uh. And so then Halloween Kills just became Halloween Bangs. And it became certainly mine and i think anthony's most anticipated movie of all time absolutely hands down if you could have heard us before we clicked play on peacock today to watch it (laughs) we got peacock for this fucking got peacock for this and both of us were giddy with excitement knowing full well it was going to be a terrible experience, one of the worst films of all time, and yet I didn't care. <laughs> it was it was Christmas fucking morning. I woke up to texts and emails from Stacy. <laughs> Stacy was in the podcast studio ready to go at six in the morning. And I was like <laughs> I was like, I thought we said noon. And I was like, yeah, we did I forgot how time zones work. <laughs> Okay. And you forgot by about six hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was ready to go. I couldn't sleep last night. Like a child on Christmas Eve. When I logged on, when I, when I, I'm sorry, when I sat down in the studio and saw you in person, I said, (laughs) Stacy, I'm so nervous and I don't know why. And you immediately said, I'm so nervous. Yeah. I was sweating. I had the cold sweats. I I was clammy. I had to wrap myself in blankets to contain (laughs) the moisture. Like I said to you, it's like looking forward to your execution date. Like I wasn't (laughs) looking forward to this movie as in, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be fucking incredible. I am so super pumped. I cannot explain where this feeling comes from. And the only thing I can say is it's the power of Kyle Richards' bangs. It is. That's it. That's it. Because we got messages from people who have seen this at screenings or whatever. And pretty much every single person was like, I've never been more angry at a movie. It's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. They were. Those messages were. That was. It was full on crazy Ralph. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, that place is cursed, don't go there. (laughs) Don't go there. Somebody was like, I'm going to start throwing plastic in the oceans now. And I was just like, wow. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) No, I just made that up. But I mean, that was like the level of, like, nothing matters anymore because this movie is so bad. It's so bad. Here's the thing. Do we have a tendency? There was no question that it was going to be an atrocious, awful piece of shit. We knew this. Mm-hmm. But we saw H4O. It was an atrocious, atrocious, awful piece of shit. Yeah. I know some people like it. The critics pretend it's good when the reviews for this one came out. They're like, oh, wow, it's, it's so weird because the last one was good. <laughs> like, did you see the last movie? <laughs> we knew it was going to be this bad. So it's not like Rings where we created the image in our brain of Samara coming out of the in-flight display <laughs> and walking down the aisle with the tray and the cart. Right. I didn't think it would be, like, a fun, bad movie. No. You know, like, it wasn't going to be like, oh, it's going to be, but it, it'll be terrible, but it'll be so much fun to watch. No, I was expecting that it to be the equivalent of, like, being poked with needles for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it was, yet it was so much worse than I ever could have expected. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> so bad. Like, I love I that you we... died for a moment there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know we say quite often, like, does this even qualify as a movie? But does this no, qualify this is a... as a movie? This is like, a, this is an episode in the middle of a TV series. I don't I don't know what it's supposed to be. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's not a it's not a movie. There's no story. Nothing fucking happens. Nothing happens. None of the characters you come to watch it for are in it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So yes, Lindsay is there sort of like they try to keep the camera off of her as much as possible it seems yeah they have an aversion to filming horror icon and star of halloween one kyle richards thank you thank you instead it's like let's focus on tommy doyle who is not played by the actor who originally was tommy doyle it's played by anthony michael hall and he looks like a giant walking <laughs> testicle and they say, oh, let's know Kyle Richards, who looks perfect and has those incredible bangs and everything. Like, no, let's focus on sweaty ball sack over here. Maybe we just show her chin. We don't yeah. want to film her whole face. We just want to film her chin. Yeah. Maybe, and then... that's, maybe that's her knee in the background. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do you hear her knee talking in the background <laughs> for two seconds? And the, instead, we have testicle. It's a testicle crossed with... Um, what was that, the the baked potato Jesus, Satan, from Lords of Salem? Yes, yes. Yeah, the honey-baked ham Jesus or whatever it was. Baked, <laughs> yeah. potato. baked potato Satan. Baked potato Not honey-baked ham Jesus. Honey-baked baked ham Jesus is its rival. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they fight sometimes. Yeah, the baked potato <laughs> Satan. Baked potato Satan, crossed with a testicle, drenched in sweat, and wrapped in a like a fucking Cosby sweater. Yeah, like, straight out of the Wuhan lab. Like oh he has just he's come straight out of it. And they were like, "This is what y'all came to see, right?" <laughs> Anthony like, Michael Hall, star of Halloween Kills. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is fucking hardly in it. No, she's she spends the entire movie in a hospital room. Yeah, she spends, like, the entire, she, well, to be fair, she's in the hospital bed for, like, the first hour and 15 minutes. Then she mm-hmm. gets up and is like, oh, and then she goes back to the bed. And then she starts <laughs> talking like she's a fucking philosophy major. Like, where is this coming from? What's happening? I hate them all. They had the fucking nerve. The nerve. To kill Nurse Marion. Oh, no, they didn't. I know we're all over the place with this, listeners. Uh, spoilers. This is, this, oh, yeah, there's spoilers if you haven't seen Halloween Bangs. <laughs> Do I even want to call this Halloween Bangs at this point? It doesn't really deserve it, does it? I feel like in another world, Halloween Bangs does exist, and it's perfect. Right. Where Lindsay would have fucking been in the movie. The only saving grace is that uh, she does not die. Spoiler. Which just means she's going to be in the fucking third one. Which means I can't wait to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween split ends. We're coming for you, baby. (laughs) Halloween again. (laughs) 
No, this one is no longer called Halloween Bags. It does not deserve no. this title. I, I'm calling this one Halloween No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling it Halloween Stinks. Yeah, Halloween No. <laughs> Why? Okay, okay, we'll come back to Kyle. She's perfect. She's perfect. Obviously. She is incredible. She's everything I've ever wanted. She could have had some fringe. She could have had some lines, let's be fair. Let's not get too crazy here. (laughs) Nurse Marion shows up in the film and she's perfect. She is a legend. She is an icon. She's 118 years old. (laughs) She is the Crypt Keeper. (laughs) She shows up. She's introduced. When for some reason... There, there's a, a bar in town, and it's not run by Lindsay Wallace, and it doesn't feature a Coyote Ugly dance sequence on the bar for... I don't know why that wasn't in there. What's the point? They didn't get our notes, clearly. Um, Tommy Doyle, played by testicle baked potato... Baked potato <laughs> testicle, Tommy Doyle, is doing, like, philosophical... In this night in history, you might remember this podcast, Slam Poetry? Yeah, and everybody's like, we're fucking Haddonfield townies. We know the one terrible thing that happened in this town that no one can stop talking about. Slam Poet. (laughs) That no one got over. We have our own town crazy woman with her mannequin gauntlet. (laughs) Like, why does he have to remind everybody, oh my god, the first several what half hours of this movie are just reminding you what happened in the first movie and the last movie oh my god i i know my favorite part about halloween 2 night the 1981 film is when they spend the entire movie telling you what just happened in the movie that it's a direct <laughs> continuation of so so tommy doyle baked potato testicle is up there doing slam poetry we see we see nancy Nancy Stevens as Nurse Marion. We see Kyle Richards as Lindsay Wallace. We only see half of their faces, just their chins and their drinks that they're drinking. Of course, Lindsay has champagne. Thank you, Real Housewives Beverly Hills. They're gal pals, and I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there is a question. Uh, okay, so they're, they're in a few scenes... Nurse Marion runs off with, like, these new characters that are there for some reason. Everyone gets offensively murdered while Lindsay's, like, out of the goodness of her heart looking to protect children who are pieces of shit. <laughs> Nurse Marion is, like, she has her gun and she's just, her plan to fight Michael is to shoot out every window in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the worst kind of recreation of her scene in the first film, in the very first film. <clears throat> yeah, which is all these movies are. is like, hey, do you remember these moments from all the sequels and the original Oh my god, remember? Where's the beef? Like, why not have someone say, where's the beef? (laughs) Yep. Right? She's shooting out windows left and right, and then Michael comes and she goes, this one's for Dr. Loomis. (laughs) Who she previously noted was the kind of doctor who knew a killer when he saw one. (laughs) (laughs) Could it be because they brought him in because he killed someone? Yeah, maybe Dr. Loomis was... Really fucking perceptive, wasn't he? His, he had that psychologist second sense <laughs> where he just knew something was wrong with this kid who just brutally murdered his sister in a catatonic state. <laughs> so so she says, this one's for Dr. Loomis. And she goes and click. And then he stabs the shit out of her and she's dead. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what? Okay. I have seen her die once before. This is her fourth Halloween film. I have seen her die once before in a different timeline in H2O. Mm-hmm. And that didn't upset me on this level. Yeah. 
Why is that? That is because her death in H2O was afforded some special treatment, like the fucking iconic character that she was. She comes back, and at the time, everybody was like, ooh, it's Nurse Marion. And she gets her own fucking set piece where she ends up getting killed. And it sucks that she gets killed, but at least it is honoring the fact that we all know this is an iconic character from the original film. Here, she is... At no point do they say who she is. Right. (laughs) Until later. (laughs) Yeah. Here, she's killed just like all of these other dumb fucks that we were introduced five (laughs) seconds ago. Right? That we don't care about. Everybody is killed brutally, uh, like super duper brutally, in the same fashion. We don't care about any of them. They're just caricatures. Like, it's just... You know, I mean, and you can say, like, it's a slasher movie. And, like, that's fine, but there are some slasher movies, like maybe Halloween, I don't know, that make (laughs) you care about the fucking characters. And you get sad when they die, and they actually seem like humans. Yes! There is a time and a place for a slasher where you just introduce nameless character after nameless character and kill them off, and it's called Don't Go Into the Woods Alone. (laughs) Exactly. It's not a... A, a, a wannabe prestige horror film that's a sequel to one of the greatest horror films ever made that's alleged to be the the, the legacy, the newest legacy take on this time-honored franchise. A movie that thinks it has something to say. This movie oh. and the previous Halloween do think they have something to say and yet don't bother to like give us any characters, including Laurie Strode, including anybody... That is worth caring about. And so Nurse Marion dies. Sheriff Brackett, who, if Nurse Marion is a fucking 118, then <laughs> Sheriff Brackett is 418. Yeah, he's full Methuselah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's an elder vampire in Haddonfield. Yeah. They keep him in a crypt. Yeah. Uh, he's now a security guard at the hospital because the poor man, obviously, like, is this an anti-capitalism statement? Like, the poor man can't fucking retire. Oh, uh, oh, it's a thinking movie. Yeah, you see, it's got themes and shit, man. Yeah, middle America. So he's the security guard at the hospital now. And you'd think, I thought to myself while I was watching, first of all, I thought to myself, should I just kill myself right now? <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, wouldn't it have been nice if we had a moment with Sheriff Brackett and Laurie Strode? Like, you have these two characters... In this oh. hospital, we could have had something nice between the two of them, right? Like, they could have even, even just a ref, even just them talking to each other, understanding that they both lost a person together, Annie. Yeah, it wasn't have to, it wouldn't have to be one of Lori's fucking soliloquies about the evil transcending human form or whatever the fuck she was talking about. <laughs> like, Michael has evolved. Yeah, okay, uh, tangent the whole movie right that was one of our big complaints about the last movie is laurie's like he's coming for me he's coming for me it's all about me michael's coming for me here's my i'm girl number one didn't you know (laughs) here's my panic room and we're like he doesn't fucking care about you in this movie laurie's like oh this is all my fault it's like because of me because he just keeps coming after me and even characters of the movie are like he doesn't care about you, Lori. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then that's when she's like, okay, well, if I can't be the center of attention that way, then let me pontificate for a moment, won't you? 
Uh, you see, Michael's not interested in me because he's above earthly concerns as the very personification of evil. Like, Laurie, sh- I never thought I'd say these words. Laurie Strode, shut up! Shut the fuck up, Laurie Strode, and go back to looking for your keys, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, sorry, that was a tangent. Sheriff Brackett... We don't get a nice moment with them, but they could have just been together in the same space and they wouldn't have to have some big, they would not have to say evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight! (laughs) I cannot believe that people were in front of their fucking final draft was open on their screen and somebody had to type in crowd chance. (laughs) Evil Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. And you know they had exclamation marks. Evil Don't dies tonight. <laughs> Don't you love how they, he would like, he, Tommy, well, I'm sorry, baked potato testicle would say it. And then, and then like the, the juggalo woman with the Annabelle braids, then she'd look over in the hospital and she'd say it. And then the weird owl lesbian, she'd look up and she'd say it. And like, and it's like, oh, you see, it's like, it's like mob mentality. It's like a wildfire wherever the the breeze blows, baby. The mob. The mob kicks in. The mob kicks in, man. I told you, Anthony, it's about cancel culture. I'm, I I think you're right on. I think they literally, I think Danny McBride and David Gordon Green think that they've written a film that's a social commentary about cancel culture. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, but I do love that Haddonfield uh, clearly was so clueless about the events of Halloween night, 1978, and Michael Byers that... Tommy testicles had two. <laughs> Tommy two tests. <laughs> Tommy two testes. Hey, uh, he, he had to do slam poetry about that night so that people would remember. And then ten minutes later, the entire fucking hospital is like, "Evil dies tonight," and it's chasing the the penguin, as you called him. I called him Sam Kinison. Oh, Sam Kinison as the penguin. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to go home. There's an angry mob chasing him, yelling, Evil dies tonight! Doctors are pushing people down staircases and are at the front of the mob. <laughs> in, their hosp- in their locked-down hospital. Yeah. It's like, okay, so they were that gung-ho? <laughs> But we needed the slam poetry. Well, and remember, because Judy Greer said, she said, no, mom, there is a system. We have a system to stop this. And then Lori says, the system has failed. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, I get it. All of my, I was that meme where all my universe and galaxy brain lights up. And I'm like, oh, it's like the Trump man and the, the Capitol insurrection man and it's like, this is about us, man. Yeah, and remember, know. remember when they kill, when, when Sam Kinison is the penguin, he gets cornered <laughs> because Judy Greer, in an effort to help him, locks him in a corridor that just makes him uh, more vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. And so then they're like, oh, coming for him. And this poor, sad, escaped mental patient's like, oh, no. And so he jumps and he kills himself. He jumps off the ledge outside a window. And he explodes! And we're we're supposed to feel bad. We're supposed to feel empathy for this character who's just been terrorized by watching him violently explode and then see his <laughs> his twitching, exploded watermelon head body. I was like, and, that, could, that could be me right now if I didn't live on the first floor. I could have done that. 
to get out of watching the rest of this piece of shit. Anytime you went quiet, I was like, oh, is she there? <laughs> <laughs> or is she is she the penguin right now? And then and then I think it was Sheriff Brackett, Methuselah Brackett goes, now we're the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Like now, we're the evil that dies tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so they all have to start killing themselves. We're the boogeyman. We're the boogeyman. It's when, <laughs> when Anthony Michael Hall runs in and he goes, it's the, bo- the boogeyman is free <laughs> or whatever he said. Oh, my God. He doesn't call him Michael Myers. He still calls him the boogeyman. That's because he's traumatized, okay? <laughs> you don't know it. You don't know, Anthony. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is these are the real effects of trauma. That baked potato testicle used to be a little boy, okay, <laughs> who just wanted to watch horror movies. Okay. And look what he was subjected to, and look what he grew into. Right? Oh. You see, I noticed so this... this character had a wedding ring on. Oh, he did. Yeah, so there's a Mrs. Tommy Doyle. Maybe she'll come back. Because, you know, I've been told on the internet that this series, this this remake trilogy, is all about women power. <laughs> Interesting, because there's no women in this movie. There's no fucking women in this movie. <laughs> it's the Tommy Doyle story. Yeah, yeah, it's the Tommy Doyle hour. Absolutely. As much as it can be. Anyway, back to Sheriff Brackett. The poor man. They finally corner Michael, and Sheriff Brackett's like, ow. Oh. And he gets killed as unceremoniously as Nurse Marion does. And I say, how fucking dare you? Oh, David yeah. Gordon Green and Danny McBride. How dare you? It's like, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm glad. Uh, spoiler, Tommy Doyle also gets killed. But while the mob was beating the shit out of Michael Myers... I had the whole, like, Strode Strong. Like, <laughs> they put that fucking tagline on the poster. I forgot about Strode Strong. <laughs> Strode Strong. And then I thought, oh, yes. Way to translate that to the screen, which is a bunch of characters who don't even have names in their fucking pajamas and onesies are beating up Michael. This is what we've wanted Lori to do for how long? And she doesn't even get to do it. No, yeah, what the hell is Strode strong about this movie? Lori is in a bed the entire time. The granddaughter, nobody gives a shit about. She goes off to kill him and then she just gets almost stabbed. We were, yeah, when it when it looked like she was gonna get killed, we were yelling, kill her. because Kill that her! Would, that would have been something, and plus we hate her, so. Yeah, and it's funny because we were actively yelling for him not to kill other characters. Mm-hmm. But then you get to her and we're like, kill her, please. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. Judy Greer, then Judy Greer lures him off to, to Tommy Doyle's trap, which is just people standing in a street. And then and then she stabs him after some contemplation, only to ultimately go up to the Myers. Well, look at that. What the fuck is, what the fuck is this? This movie, <laughs> this movie, look, Michael goes in a bunch of houses because why we don't know just like in the last one why is he going through all these houses why is he going through all these houses uh and he kills a bunch of random people in really horribly brutal ways just like the last one Mm -hmm. uh laurie's in the hospital all the time then she gets up for a minute and then goes back to bed (laughs) a bunch of people run upstairs and then they go back downstairs yes that happens 
They Judy Greer has her trap at the Michael Myers house because for some reason it takes people until the end of the movie to figure out that's where he's going to go. Yeah. Um, and then the mob, they kill him, and Lori's like, oh, he's just not human. We can't look at him because then we'll be evil too. And then it's like, this is what happens, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how many fucking drugs are you on, Lori? Uh, and then... Oh, I loved when she injected herself. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and she goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so if he stabs you in that butt cheek, it'll be numb and you won't feel it, I guess. Like, yeah, what the fuck? What are you doing? Uh, and then Judy Greer, for some reason, decides to go in the Myers house. And then Michael kills her horribly as you didn't want to happen but also like i did say at one point during the movie judy greer is not trying she's clearly yeah. there for the for the mortgage payment oh yeah she's there and for she's the mortgage there. payment and she thought the christmas sweater was funny yeah <laughs> yeah because she was just like mom come on he's coming here the boogeyman like he's coming he's yeah coming. that's her whole role is that and then saying it's not him it's not him with the yeah. mental patient and then and then a couple times she references the fact that her annoying as shit husband from the last movie is dead she goes mm-hmm. oh he's he's dead he's dead mom come on he's dead yeah there's a system that's her whole character she doesn't do anything else because judy greer is good at inhabiting weirdo roles mm-hmm. like not whatever this role is <laughs> she dies brutal somehow she comes up with and why does she come up with like this theory that michael was looking out the window he was looking at his reflection <laughs> what is that well they think it's deep somehow what is why is it why why is this movie trying to introduce this thing that michael his whole point is to go back to his house to look at himself in his sister's mirror window I'm like, I saw the first movie. It doesn't end with, like, like they retcon because they have that flashback with CGI Loomis. And they, 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 they have him and they, they like, oh, see, after he got shot six times, after that, <laughs> he went to the house and he wanted to go look at his pretty face in the window. Because maybe he likes the mask and he just, like, likes, it gets, like, drag for him. And he just thinks he's cute. So then... Even though in the first movie, it starts with him going to the house. And then he kills everybody. That's not, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Listen, Anthony, okay, he <sighs> transcends humanity. He is evil. <laughs> he transcends. And you can't hope to understand. The only one who can understand is Lori because she <laughs> is the manic pixie dream survivor. <laughs> I never thought I would hate Laurie Strode, but this is what these movies are doing to me. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. my God, I would rather watch the beginning of Resurrection again. Like, at least I was, was going to say. Yeah, give me fucking <laughs> Nuthouse Laurie with her Rube Goldberg device at the top of the, <laughs> at the, top of the institution. Yeah. At least that was fucking weird. And Jamie Lee was like, clearly just getting her paycheck. Yeah, at least she had something to do. She had nothing to do in this entire movie. Nothing, nothing, nothing to do. <laughs> nothing to do. Which is so wild, because all of her promo leading up to this, everything just made it feel like this is Laurie's movie. Oh my god. 
She's in her bed the whole time, and it's Anthony Michael Hall's movie. And he's yeah. just bloated and screaming, Evil Dies Tonight. I love when he would leave a room and he goes, Evil Dies Tonight! Everyone goes, Evil Dies Tonight! <laughs> It's like it. It's like it's. It's like it's Star Wars land. How they're all. They're all supposed to say bright suns when you go into a bar or leave. <laughs> they say bright. Yeah, they say bright suns to you, because the planet um, Batu has has you know bright suns. Sure. <laughs> Duh. So that's this. This is just they're they are cast members at Star Wars land. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Why is Lori not in this? <laughs> She's not in it. Lindsay Oh Lindsay is perfect, obviously. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, thank you for addressing it. Um, here's the thing. I am convinced and there has been nothing to tell me anything to the contrary. Let's let's put the evidence together. Lindsay drives an SUV. <laughs> Has a plaid flannel coat. Oh, she does, doesn't she? Has a nose ring. Excuse me. Has those sweet, sweet bangs. Has those bangs. Is cool. Lindsay's a big lesbian, right? Like, come on. <laughs> she's a big old dyke. I'm telling you, either she's besties with Nurse Marion, or they have like a May, December, Sarah Paulson, Holland Taylor thing going on. Sure. But anyway, so obviously Halloween No is a queer horror masterpiece. Obviously. obviously. Halloween No. <laughs> uh, she ends up, as Anthony here said, she goes to save the kids. And I really thought they were going to kill her. And I was ready. I felt that my shirt started to tear at the biceps. On both sides, because I was starting to hulk out. You know, we what both I mean? started making sounds. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, I felt it. Like I'm sure I was bright red. Oh yeah, I said this is that scene in the trailer. Mm-hmm. All my clothes started tearing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was prepared for it. That's I've why had... you're nude now. That's why I'm nude now. Which is good, because I get so heated when I get angry about these movies. It's true. So being nude, is, it cools the system, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> Quote, unquote, the system. Like, the system failed! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, honey. The system failed! Uh, what was I saying? I don't uh, care. That Lindsay's about to die. We're getting <laughs> oh, really yeah, yeah. stressed. We yeah. have. I feel like our sources, because we have inside sources. Yeah. And I feel like they told us she died or made it sound like she did. So I was convinced. I thought for sure they were going to kill her. If there's any shocker for me. Oh, but my, when they said that she was coming back for this, my first thought was, yay. My second thought was, they're going to kill her. Like... I will say I have remained spoiler-free up until viewing this. The only thing I had seen was, like, the trailer one time, I think, and that was it. Yeah. Anybody who messaged me to tell me what a piece of shit it was kept it spoiler-free. So that's great. I appreciate that. So I was fully prepared for her to die, and I was so angry. (laughs) So mad. It was, like, the day after. It was like the day after part two. Like, oh, I good. just, I would have been a mushroom cloud. 
if they you're, killed her. You're not um that other. What was the other one? The, like like the day after with the the woman that pees on herself. Threads. <laughs> yeah. Threads. Starring starring Ann Sellers as a woman who urinates on herself. Thing. Yeah, you're not you're not just her urinating on yourself throughout this entire movie. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, Between that and the no clothes, it's a way to stay cool. In a way to stay single. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so anyway, there's a confrontation between Lindsay and Michael, and I was ready to punch everything. <laughs> just, I would have just started swinging at the air. Uh, but she gets away. <laughs> she gets away and hides behind a tree for... 20 minutes yeah she did what exactly what it was exactly that scene in lord of the rings where the hobbits hide from the black riders mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. under the log <laughs> she did exactly that yeah yeah and then eventually they find her and they take her to the hospital and that's the end of Lindsay. she is not a part of the mob she is not a part of people trying to stop the mob She's like maybe not a they part only of the had. Movie. She's not a part of the movie anymore. She just vanishes. Like maybe they only had Kyle Richards for like two fucking days or something, but she vanishes. And at the end of it, when Tommy Doyle got killed, I thought, well, at least that's a bright side to Lindsay not being in this movie. Basically, mm-hmm. she didn't get killed. And then I just thought, I'm gonna have to see the next one now, and I can't wait. When's it coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Add it to the calendar. Because that will be Halloween, even though Halloween Bangs no longer exists, that will be Halloween Bangs Part 2. <gasps> oh, Halloween you're right. Bangs two, yeah. Halloween Bangs Part 2. Halloween yeah, what the fuck? Halloween, no. <laughs> Halloween Bangs Part 2. I mean, it makes as much sense as this fucking trilogy deserves. Oh, why is it a trilogy? They don't have a story. They never had a story from the beginning. No, there was no fucking story in this second in this second one there's there's nothing there's absolutely nothing like that's why they have to keep flashing back to the to the fake end of the last movie Mm -hmm. or of the first movie they have to keep going back to 1978 because they don't have story for this story yeah and they were like you know what i know that we have nurse marion crane that everybody remembers i know that we have Lindsay wallace that everybody remembers i know we have uh what's her name laurie strode I know we have the new Strodes, right? Strode that we're supposed to care about. That we're supposed to care about. But you know what? Let's feature Tommy Doyle and Lonnie. (laughs) The two characters you love the most. The only thing everybody remembers about Lonnie is when Loomis goes, Hey, Lonnie, get your ass out of there. That's the only thing people know about Lonnie, okay? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember when we were watching this and it opened the movie's beginning and they have this that whole flashback thing and then and then it shows little young Lonnie and then like by the end of his scene I was like, "Oh wait, that's supposed to be the kid that smashed uh Tommy's pumpkin." And you're like, "Yes, Anthony." Like I didn't even realize that was who he was. Well, then they show him getting picked. It's like they didn't even get like 1978 Lonnie right. No. Like, yeah, Lonnie he was, was a, a bully. Shit. He was a bully. But Stacy, bullies get bullied. Oh my god, you're right. Hurt people hurt people. Michael Myers is just a hurt person. No, he's not. Lori <laughs> Strode, what are you doing here? <laughs> he's not a person anymore. 
Okay. He's transcended. He's transcended. He's the very nature of evil. He shows us who we are inside himself. He mostly, sh- mostly he shows me. Mostly. But he shows everybody else too, but mostly. 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 <laughs> he only transcends at night, mostly. <laughs> Her doll head and all covered in dirt. She's newt. She's newt. She's in like the fan system in the hospital. She's in the vents in the hospital. And then she's in a pod for like the end of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the next one will open with her. She died off screen (laughs) in the pod. (laughs) Died in a pod. (laughs) Why is this escape field in Haddonfield Memorial Hospital? (laughs) Escape pod. Who cares? Fans oh, will love it. Fans will love, love it. it. It was the greatest slasher since Scream. <laughs> Listen, I told Anthony, I got a text from my mother at 7 o'clock this morning. <laughs> An hour after you were ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and my mother said, what time are you guys watching Halloween Bangs? <laughs> And so I told her, and I was like, I'm just expecting it to be the worst movie I've ever seen. And she's like, she said, I can't believe people on Twitter are saying how good it is. Oh, people love it. People are loving it. And I'm just like, what are those eyeballs that you have? (laughs) What are your eyeballs? Because I would love to just like, well, I don't want to say I would just love to enjoy things. But there's something to be said for it also. Do you want to enjoy this? No. I but, want the, but I want that endorphin rush of like, mm-hmm. yay. We were talking about that before the before we started watching the movie. Was like, I, I was like, you know, peop, there are some people, and I partially, I wish I kind of, I kind of wish I had it, where it's like, you get so excited just to see a poster that says horror movie coming soon. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it is. The movie, it's anything. And especially these days, put Ghostface on a poster. Scream 5. It's a post it, here's a picture of Ghostface. You've seen this picture a hundred times. It just it says Ghostface and it just says Scream. And everyone goes, Oh my God, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. They get so excited. And I'm like, I feel like a piece of shit sometimes because I see that and I'm just, I'm just a pet. I'm just like, oh, this trash again. But I, well, want, I want that childlike wonder. Part I mean, of me I does. Guess, guess we have it, but for different things. Because was I not filled with a childlike wonder? At, I mean, we've been calling it Halloween bangs. All I needed was bangs on Kyle Richards. <laughs> we barely And I was those. like, oh, it's incredible. <laughs> but also, I knew it was going to be a big piece of shit. Like, I had yes. no illusions. I thought, you know, <clears throat> at best, I won't want to kill myself during the viewing. <laughs> it's the best I could hope for. We right? didn't reach that height. No, did not reach that. It's like, it, I had no expectations beyond hating it uh but i don't also think that like that that is clouding 
my judgment of it ultimately because it could oh. it could have surprised me honestly that that first even though i didn't understand what was happening because i'm a dum-dum the that first little moment with lonnie in 1978 i was like this at least feels like i kind of remember the first movie it has the classic carpenter score i wanted to like it i was for a second there in my head i was like who knows maybe this and the bangs could make a, a perfect film yeah, we even said, like, ha, 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 wouldn't it be funny if we actually liked it? Yeah. Because a lot of people have been anticipating, and let me tell you, honey. <laughs> that one's back. <laughs> well, this is for all the listeners, honey. That people are like, oh, you guys got to do an episode, you got to do an episode. There's so much pressure on us for this episode that I feel like I'm having a system failure, if you know what I mean. It's hard. <laughs> performance anxiety yeah but if, yeah but if i liked this movie i would have had no problem being like guess what yeah you know yeah absolutely i was telling you before before we watched this um jason and i watched four and five halloween four and five for some reason in the lead up uh and i was shocked that i actually enjoyed five i enjoyed watching it i was like it's a piece of shit the Curse of Thorn thing is so stupid. I don't know why she has a psychic link. Loomis is the most atrocious he's ever been, let alone <laughs> that fucking ugly-ass mask with that neck piece that's sticking out of the coveralls for no reason. <sighs> Terrible. And yet I was like, you know what? I actually find this more enjoyable as an 80s horror movie than part four, which I'm shocked because I loved four when I was a kid. And so I'm like, I have the courage and my convictions to say, hey, I watched Halloween 5 and I liked it. This. Ani, I applaud you, but you are (laughs) going down a path that I cannot follow. But I do applaud that, you know, you're willing to. And sure, like, I certainly like a lot of garbage. Yeah. I like a lot of good things, too. The, just the point is, like, I'm not saying that I hated this movie because, like, I just want to be a contrarian or whatever. Like, it's from the heart place. So, what's left of it it's after just, this movie? It's just, it should, I think a, a movie should actually be a movie. bold I'm gonna put that out there I think when you build on a famous property starring iconic characters and you bring back not one not two not three but four legacy actors from the original film and then three of them two of them die horribly one of them is just written off and and they just put her in a wheelchair and wheel her out of the movie and back to Beverly Hills (laughs) And then the fucking, the final girl, who uh, allegedly is like the ultimate Me Too final girl in the last one, just lays in a bed the whole time until she like gets possessed by Dr. Loomis and just starts rambling out her ass for no reason. (laughs) What if she is possessed by Dr. Loomis? I'm convinced it, it was Dr. Sartain or whoever in the last movie enacted the Curse of Thorn, but he transferred Loomis's soul into Lori. This is my my fan theory I'm this is your it. fan theory oh it's gonna blow my mind i'm putting it on screen rant how does phoebe from friends work into it this is all um this was this is, these are actually the unwritten lyrics to smelly cat 
Okay, well, that, that makes sense. She, Unwritten. Yeah, she cut them out. She she started to think about them, but she didn't end up writing them. But she she did have, and then that created a time rift, mm. right? That opened this alternate timeline, which uh, because of that, that left Lori vulnerable to be possessed by Doctor Loomis. I mean, at least honestly, is no offense, fucking stupid as that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank at you. least it would at least it would be something. Right? At least there's like, a at, plot there. At least there's a plot. Like at least the other Halloweens that I didn't like, at least they had a plot. At least Friday the 13th part 7 even like okay, great. So she has telekinesis for some reason. At least they tried something. <laughs> at least there's a makeover. <laughs> there's a makeover in this there isn't a story it's a ham-fisted attempt at making a metaphor about cancel culture or mm-hmm. or or militias or the insurrection but it's not even about the capital insurrection because that this film was in the can before the pandemic um so so this it, it, it's trying to talk about uh, oh at one point who is it that says somebody says i think it's laurie he's like he is the evil that divides us. <laughs> and I'm like, like okay, both both about? sides. Who yeah. who is who who in Haddonfield is like uh, keep the mask off Michael, no tyranny. <laughs> like who yeah. who's on Michael's yeah. side? Nobody's divided over Michael Myers. Yeah, no. Uh, I see your ham-fisted attempts at political commentary, David Gordon yeah. Green. Well, but, that plus the system failed. It's like, man, this failed. is really saying something. Yeah, okay. man. Man. Remember when Judy Greer was the white feminist and she's like, I'll stop. I'll save you from being canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and then she accidentally led to his death. Yeah. It was like, because like, once you get, once the cancel, the eye, the cancel eye of Sauron gets a cast on ye, you can't come back. You can't. Ask Louis C.K. how hard it is. <laughs> or Dave Chappelle. Or Dave Chappelle. Like, or J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. So it, this film has, it's just that ham-fisted metaphor and then just scene after scene after scene after scene of just how can we kill every nameless character plus some characters you loved. In brutal, awful ways, which, okay, I guess that's just a slasher for a new era. Count me out, but whatever. But it's like, oh, look at this old couple. Wouldn't you love to see these two old people get horribly, brutally murdered? Isn't this fun? Fuck that. Why? I'm sorry. Oh, is this 2008 again? Are we Dimension Extreme? I don't need to see uh, this old, sweet old black woman with her drone and her husband with sleep apnea. I don't need to see them get murdered first thing for no reason. For no reason. That's the thing, for no reason. And then didn't you think it was so wicked when Michael, like, took every knife off of the rack to stab him in front of her as she bled out? Why are what? you, what, there's three, like, thank you for being very conscious of what era we're in. There's three black people in this movie. They all get brutally murdered, including the black woman that Michael makes accidentally shoot herself in the face. Well done. Oh, what was that? Oh, look, there's a gay couple. And they're, they've successfully flip houses they have like billboards and bus stop ads all over town that say the john and john and the whole movie they call themselves little john and big john because they're lost boys and i'm fucking annoyed by them but anyway (laughs) it's michael mcdonald and jimmy from the mick i love them both 
and they they they've flipped the Myers house and they live in there. And oh, what's this movie gonna do with this gay couple? Brutally murder them. Mm-hmm. Just like the gay kid they brutally murdered in the last one, because this is dimension extreme. <laughs> it's equal opportunity, okay? We don't care if you're a nice uh old black senior citizen. We don't care. We don't care if you're a young black couple. We don't care if you're a gay couple. Everybody is fodder when evil transcends. <laughs> you can't handle it. What, you don't like horror movies, huh? Hmm. Oh, that's clearly it. I'm just, I'm just too sensitive. I just too like, sensitive. I just like, I get so emotional and I get invested. See, the horror, it worked because what, aren't I upset yeah. at what this did? Aren't you what agitated? Aren't I, as Jamie Lee said, this movie will, this movie will agitate people. (laughs) Sure did. I don't know. It's ugly. It's as ugly as the the previous one. Yeah. That's what I, when, when we finished um, watching the movie and, you know, we took a quick break just to, to, to pee and rewater ourselves. (laughs) And Jason goes, what are you guys going to be able to talk? What are you guys going to talk about? Like nothing happened in that movie except just everyone gets killed. What are you going to be able to actually say for an yeah. entire episode? And I immediately had the same question. And I was like, at least with H4O, I did not know what I was in for. And I thought it could be good when I first saw it. And like, you know, the opening scene or whatever, when in podcasters waving the mask at Michael's face on the checkerboard, I was like, oh, never mind. This is going to be terrible. But... The rage all came through in H4O for me, mm-hmm. where I'm like, this movie is inept. What is the point of this? This is offensive. This isn't feminist. This is a piece of shit. This is just aggro dudes who got their hands on a property, but they clearly don't understand the property. And I don't even think they like it. So I already had that. This movie was just more of that. Except this time you got to see the back of his head when they took the mask off. And I did, oh! not, I did not like that. I said, I don't want to see that he has some hair and he has some bald and he has like a beard. Like, is he transcending evil or is he just a fucking old guy? Right. Yeah. Nothing says the shape of evil more than showing just old baldy Santa Claus, Michael. Right. Like they show him in the original movie when she takes his mask off for a brief second. But it's like in that context, it works because it reminds you that he is just this kid. And that's the first movie where he is just a guy who shows up and just starts killing people. Yeah. You could argue that that's what happens in this. But no, he has transcended. This is a different Michael Myers. This is this is Jason Voorhees Myers. Nothing about this is Michael except the look. He has the mask. Why is he even more aggro? How does he know how to, like, John Wick take down a whole team of firefighters? Why does a firefighter try to come at him with a cement saw? What is this? What fight training was he getting while he stood on a checkerboard for 40 fucking years and his his ligaments rotted? I don't get it. I don't get how this is supposed to be that Michael Myers still. Like, it just doesn't make sense. How, How are the same fans who love the series, but who always gave Halloween one shit for him knowing how to drive a car. Yeah. How do they accept this malarkey? <sighs> man, I just, it would have been kinder. I hated, I've always hated the beginning of Halloween Resurrection. 
but it feels like even that terrible fate for Laurie Strode is better than this, where now she has spent her entire life obsessed with this dude who still doesn't know that she exists. And it's to the point now where everybody in her life is telling her, he doesn't know you exist. So, like, she can't even, she's not even validated in any of that. Her entire life is meaningless. Yeah. Her entire life is meaningless. She has no relationship with her daughter, who is now dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, her daughter was like, you led him, you put him, you put us in his path. My husband's dead, I'm leaving, or whatever. And then she goes and gets killed. But did she strode strong while she did it? (laughs) Did she? Did she? Did any of them? Did she strode strong as she stood in the hospital room? None of them strode strong for shit. There was no strode strong inning. No. No. (laughs) Absolutely none. Literally, Lori gets out of bed and it's like, I don't know. I saw that trailer and you think she's going to fucking do something, right? She's got that knife and she's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then she just is going down the hallway and she gets pushed and she's like, ah! And her her stomach reopens and she goes back to bed. That's her arc in this movie. Lori in this movie. Lori laid strong on the fucking bed. Her granddaughter's fucking useless. So useless and stupid. Completely useless and stupid. Her daughter's useless and stupid. Strode dumb. Strode dumb. Strode dumb. God, how can they shit on Lori Strode? For two movies now. Can you believe it? Like, the final girl. Who lets these men make these movies? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Well, Jason Blum. Oh, Jason Blum. Oh, yeah. That's who. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves him, though, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves him. Um, I was telling you before we, we started watching the movie, my friend sent me this video, and it's from 2012, and it's an interview with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's, like, on some big panel somewhere. And the person asked her, so why did you do Halloween Resurrection? Why did you go along with them letting, killing Laurie Strode? Basically, she sets up the whole thing. H2O was her idea. She set this whole thing up. She didn't produce it, though, and she regrets that. Um, she she fought and fought and fought to get an ending where she was like, one, and I never really thought of this. She's like, we have the opportunity to do something no film has done before. We can make a movie with everyone returning after 20 years. And I was like, holy shit, that has not, that actually, H2O really was one of the OGs when it came to like a legacy sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did that. That was her idea. And she was like, but her whole thing was, I want to see this woman who is traumatized, who has been on the run the whole, her whole life, who is a survivor, and then who makes a conscious choice to take back her life. And she is going to end the movie by definitively killing Michael. And it is about this woman resolving her trauma by the, this action. And... There was a contractual clause that uh, the CODs put into the, whatever, the contract that said that they couldn't kill Michael Myers. And so they basically came to an agreement with her where they're like, okay, we will make it for all intents and purposes in this movie. Michael will die. You will chop off his head. Like she had to fight to get this. She threatened to walk out. 
they kept revising the script but it kept like ending ambiguously and she just kept saying no he i kill him or nothing and so they said okay fine how about this you will think he's dead the audience will think he's dead in the narrative of the film he will be dead but there will be a sequel and she says okay great he'll come back and then you have to kill me in the beginning because laurie has to be done with this (laughs) and so she set up resurrection to fail she agreed to do resurrection so she could get her ending in h2o that fucking perfect ass ending um and then after she tells the story she says and i'll tell you this i'm never ever doing another halloween movie unless malika cod presents me a big ass payday and everyone starts cheering and she says a big ass payday and she goes i'm gonna give it all back to charity but we're talking a big ass payday (laughs) She must have got it. <laughs> she must have got it because now she's two. She's going on the third movie in. I mean, she... imagine that. Imagine if it was like if there was any shred of artistic integrity in the film industry, where H two O could have been the end of it. That would have been perfect. You know, like it would have been an absolutely perfect <laughs> arc. Yeah, I mean that's why. In... In terms of how I look at it, it's like there's one, two, and H2O. Mm-hmm. And even two is kind of off-brand. <laughs> yeah, I love oh, it, yeah. but it's so I fucking love it, weird. But... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of useless also, but, you know. But, like, that's... And that's the thing that I just don't get with this... The the Me Too... Everyone talking about how the last H4O was the Me Too horror film. And I'm like, but we already saw all of that done incorrectly in H2O. Evil dies tonight evil dies tonight (laughs) tonight he dies the only thing that died was my soul (laughs) any hope i have for this world the glimmer of light in my eye it's just all dead and shriveled more than it already was. Do you remember, like, I can't remember at what point of the movie, but you just go, I survived COVID for this? <laughs> <laughs> the, the prospect of getting to see this, and mind you again, I knew it was going to be terrible. But the prospect of getting to see those bangs is one of the things that got me through this fucking pandemic. Yeah, and now was... I just feel like okay, well, now what? that was supposed to be your booster shot was the bangs, <laughs> bangs from my booster. <laughs> you see, we take the mRNA and these bangs, <laughs> and we inject them. <laughs> now I guess I just have to wait for Halloween Banks Part Two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. How did that, Stacy? How? How did they get us again? They put her in a wheelchair, and they wheeled her off screen, and that was it. I thought she would be in more because, um, uh... Because uh, she's in a lot of the still photographs. She's fucking putting it out there on her social media. Like, they've made a big deal about her coming back, and then we have to look at Tommy Two Testies. <laughs> The whole fucking time. Who's not the original actor? I would have been so much more into Tommy if it was the original actor. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then it would feel justified in having him take up so much screen time away from actual legacy characters. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I was, I'm very confused because Kyle left for like in on on season 10 of RHOBH, she leaves for like a month to go film Halloween. And then she comes back and then she has to leave and go back for reshoots. So I'm like, what 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 they didn't get a good enough shot of her chin? It's they, probably a lot of deleted scenes of her with her girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to try to get me to buy the Blu-ray. Not going to do it. <laughs> Unless those scenes are on there. And then absolutely day one. L- but... I'm telling bring the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Give me the Snyder Cut. Oh, God. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they kill her in the next one. They have to, right? Because now it's like, now they've shown they don't care who they kill. Well, they every... killed every other character. Yeah, so they're going to have to kill her. Thank God they killed Tommy. That was the only saving grace, if there was mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that Lindsay lives. Well, I hated it. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much. It was a so fucking much. piece of shit. Love those bangs. She looked incredible. Kyle Richards was great in it. She was the highlight, and I'm not just saying that because I expected her to be the highlight, but, you know. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have gotten to see and hear her. <laughs> but... It would have been great if she had some lines. Yeah, but... yeah, that would have been nice. But, you know, you can't have everything. But, but we it, did it... get to see Marion Crane and Sheriff Brackett brutally murdered, so. Marion Crane was great. She was great. Maybe Nancy, maybe Nancy Stevens can come back as Marion Crane in Halloween Banks Part Two, because like maybe she was wearing a bulletproof vest, because she <laughs> she always puts one on because she's so she's so you know um, practiced with her gun, so she always wears a vest, and so Michael Stat Jason Blum, I know you're listening because you 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 heard us talking about Kyle Richards and got her to come back for this movie, so that's it. Marion Nurse Marion was wearing a bulletproof vest. She, um, oh wait, she got hanged. Mm. No, that was a different, that was a different body. She, yeah, she had a mask on. It was like resurrection. She switched outfits mm-hmm. with the dead body to confuse, to trick everyone. So she's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Her and Lindsay are going to come back. They will strode strong. They will strode strong. They're going to, uh, they're going to legally change their last names to strode <laughs> so that they have the tagline. And they are going to come back and they are going to save the town and they're going to revenge all of the gay people that have been murdered by Michael Myers. Because Lindsay knows all of them. Yes. As every... (laughs) Because all gay people know each other. Yes. Well, it's Haddonfield. They probably do, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, do they? Because they don't know who Michael Myers is or what he looks like. It'll start with Lindsay doing some slam poetry about the gay community in Haddonfield. As she points spotlights in everybody's faces and explains who oh each person God. is. <laughs> Why is there a spotlight at open mic night at the bar? Oh my lord. Well, what a piece of shit. It was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> An absolute piece of shit. <sighs> we have no chopping block this week because we, like we said, as is probably very evident if you have listened this far, we did not prepare <laughs> for this episode at all. Uh, oh, I have a chopping block question for you, Anthony. 
Oh, you do? Yes, question one. Okay. Does evil die tonight? <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'm yes, going to say, no. I'm going to say, evil dies tonight! Yes, you got it! That's literally, that's, they were like, we need to fill up 90 more pages of the script. Just copy paste, <laughs> evil dies tonight, evil dies tonight, evil dies oh tonight. Oh my god. Wow. Well, everybody, next week, who cares? What does anything matter anymore? <laughs> Halloween, no, has come and gone. Everything I've looked forward to has come and gone. It's like the day after Christmas now where you're like, well, put away the tree. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever. Now we just have wrapping paper and bangs just laying on the floor. <laughs> Nothing to look forward to until the next one. What fucking dumb title is that going to have? I mean, I know it's called Halloween Bangs Part 2, but what's it going to be? Halloween Dies. Halloween Dies. I bet it'll be Halloween Dies. Wait, you know there is a title, right? No, there is. <laughs> Yeah, Stacey. No, go ahead. Go back on our Twitter and set up the post asking people what they think the next movie is. Fuck off! (laughs) No, it's even worse than Halloween Kills. It's Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends? Why not Halloween Dies? Halloween Dies would be better. Halloween Kills, Halloween Dies. See? At least that's like metal. Halloween Ends. That literally is a. These titles are a testament. That's how bad these are. That's the best they could come up with. Halloween kills, Halloween ends. I mean, I hope the tagline is, thank fucking God. (laughs) Fuck this movie. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my god! God. Oh my my god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Ha, 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 ha.